Today, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor, Swan Private. Now, you know from listening to this show that our money is broken. Fortunately, we have Bitcoin, a better money that will help us build a brighter future. But if you don't have a Bitcoin strategy and a trusted partner to help you execute that strategy, then you're probably going to fall behind. Now, I've known the Swan Bitcoin team for years. The Bitcoiners at Swan are mission driven and have deep expertise and respect in the Bitcoin space. In my opinion, this is the team you want on your side. Today, I'd like to highlight Swan's private client services division, which guides high net worth individuals and businesses around the world toward building and preserving wealth with Bitcoin. So visit swanprivate.com and learn how this concierge service gives you direct access to your dedicated Bitcoin advisor by phone, messaging, and email. Swan will guide you on complex areas such as self-custody, or you can choose to hold your Bitcoin through Swan with one of the largest U.S. regulated custodians. So make your first purchase with Swan Private and get $100 of Bitcoin. Just tell them that I sent you. You know, an opportunity like this to build and preserve legacy impacting wealth for your family and company will not likely be seen again in our lifetimes. Sign up at swanprivate.com today, mention Breedlove to your advisor, and get $100 in free Bitcoin when you make your first buy. All models are constructs of our brains, essentially. And I guess I kind of have considered them to be mapping tools. You know, you, we compose different maps for different situations. Um, what I mean, does this take us towards kind of the simulation thesis? Is that where this goes or it's, yeah, it's hard think to think a, of it that way um well maybe that's maybe that's let's start there because i think there's competing schools of thought that simulation thesis or um uh, uh on, on one side but let's just let's explore that um and you do, if you say what is your brain and what does it makes up and what makes up your thoughts and what so there's in, inside your brain there's thousands of cortical columns mm. inside of that there's um, billions um, 100 billion neurons mm. hundreds of trillions of of uh, synapses um, and so so if you look at that in levels and how your brain works if you think about um, the way you see it's an electrical signal as photons hitting the back of your eye and, and converting into electrical signals into a, a, a some how you see the world. It's not it's not how you think a static image of the world. In other words, all of those connections are your brain is a predictive machine, and it's constantly making new new predictions, um, and those predictions are made up of models of what you expect to see versus what uh, what reality is mm -hmm. um and and so so that that um if you just said if if all of those inputs um are create electrical impulse in, impulses in our brain but they don't look like the inputs we look look like mm -hmm. what does that what does that consist of right at, at at its core because it doesn't look like we'd think it would look like and, and why you could see that that might be true and your brain is a predictive machine all the time making new predictions. Um, and, and like picking up this cup or picking up this, this thing of water bubbly, 
is, is a prediction. And if it didn't feel like that, I mean, one finger, if I closed my eyes and touched the, 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 and it didn't feel like that, I would think it was something else. Right. So as a prediction made up of all my inputs, my, my different fingers are making up different imp inputs of kind of that spatial awareness um, and constantly updating our model. Uh -huh. um, or, and when I say model, I mean um, billions of models that are stitched together in our brains. And so if something doesn't match that model, imagine walking into, so when you walk into your room and imagine, and, and as you, you think about walking into your bedroom right now, you are imagining that, mm -hmm. seeing it in your brain, even as we're talking, right? it's not, so you're yeah. predicting what that would look like. Now, what happens if you walked into the, your bedroom and the bed was, wasn't there? a conflict right and it, it, a missing missing piece that would update your model to what happened and so i don't think we see i don't think we recognize that our brains are constantly predicting our universe around us trying to update our models and all of our models are just that right wow <laughs> mind bomb out of the gate um i, have, I wrote down a lot of things i don't know which to respond to first but um, maybe to start with the brain, seems like the brain is a computer of some kind, organic computer. It, it has to be. It's an organic computer and it's very, very complex, but at the root of, so if you just kind of said, so the, the thousands of cortical columns that look exactly yeah. the same, right. Made up of hundreds of billions of neurons or hundred billion neurons made up of hundreds of trillions of syn synapses. Or right. All How do those electrical impulses form? models yeah and how electrical impulses form predictions um and and then under um so anyways but yes it's just models yeah so yeah so brain is a computer the the different layers you described there i'll just focus on the synapses which i think are the connections right are the synapses the connections between the components mm -hmm. or their so messaging system something yeah, so they'll they'll fire in advance and draw a strong electrical connection, essentially energy, right. to be able to create a memory and then yes. store, store your memories in these in the and these cortical columns between synapses and, and neurons firing yeah. in your. And that's where all the complexity comes from because you have, it's not so much about how many components there are; it's how many possible interconnections there are. When you get into the trillions of connections. You know, it's like, it's like Metcalf's law or the net, the value of the network's growing exponentially to the number of users. You get yeah. the same kind of thing in a computer where the more connections there are intrinsic to the computer, uh, the higher complexity calculation it can run. There's this old, someone quoted this once that the network is the computer. So networks and computers are almost indistinguishable in a way. It's the act of exchange between all these components that lets us generate, I guess, consciousness even. Yeah, I think consciousness is a is a result or our perceived consciousness, whatever that actually means. Yeah, is a result of uh, is a result of all of these connections, and and why is it so? If you use this example, if I if I closed my eyes and I didn't know what I was picking up, weight, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the weight, how, how cold it is, and everything else, I before I pick it up, I have a prediction. I have a model in my head. Of what that looks like mm -hmm. if i close my eyes and 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 don't know i'm picking up and i try to press one finger around the can 
over and over and over, I can get a reasonable guess or prediction of what that would look like, right? In, right. If I had enough presses, mm -hmm. if I use all my fingers, I get a faster connection because each one of those fingers is kind of creating a kind of a model in totality. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, more so, touch points, higher resolution model. Probably the same reason as kids, we put things in our mouths, we try all of these different things and we, yeah. we learn as a result of, uh, we're updating our models. We're not born with these models that say, here's what the world looks like. They're informed right. from everything we do. Yes. And they're, and they're constantly changing as we change. Yeah, no, that's super interesting. Um, I like how you said informed there. Uh, and I always go back to Peterson's elaboration of that word where instead of information being a noun you can almost consider it to be a verb like something that puts you in formation and it's usually the result of pain right it's where that model touches reality but the model throws off some error right it's, it sees something unexpected some novelty that is in we you're forced to remap you have to reconsider and i guess the one of the problems is you don't know how deep to remap, right? Well, the, the, those big ideas that change our lives completely is when a model is wrong, mm -hmm. right? My book, my book might have actually been one of those things that actually touched a whole bunch of people in a different way yeah. because they're living in an inflationary environment and it forced a incongruence yes. with the world they're seeing. And, and that, in, that incongruence means you either you either lock into your model and you say, and you create a fudge factor in your model and say, this doesn't, this is this, or yeah. you update your model. Um, and for, and, and actually that's what's happening in Bitcoin. People that mm -hmm. are updating their model are seeing, wait, the world makes actually a lot more sense yeah. than it did under the other, other model. And, and, and so I th that's just kind of how humanity moves through. That's, that's how we invent things. That's yeah. how we, it, it, uh, if you look at it, Einstein's special purpose of relativity and then general purpose of relativity, yeah. it actually, it, it simplified concepts from before that, that didn't match reality. Yeah. Right. And now, and, and, and why, and, and once those are proved out, then the world comes along and says, huh, this is the, um, because we couldn't make sense of the abstract before. And this actual simple concept yeah changed uh changed how we perceive reality it's so funny you brought up einstein just now because i that was the last thing i wrote in my notes when you brought up fudge fact fudge factor where like the map meets the territory you know the model meets reality i guess is another way to say it and there's some incongruence as you said there's some non-correspondence between the map and the territory something's wrong right um then we have to introduce fudge factors to fix that, or we have to rebuild the model. And I was thinking yeah. of Einstein, actually, he had that cosmological constant was his fudge yeah. factor for a long time, because he couldn't believe that the universe was just expanding in every direction forever, I think is what it was. So the cosmological constant was some kind of limiting principle, a fudge factor that he put in his own theory, because he couldn't believe um, what it said, actually. Yeah, right. And so we're constantly, and, and whatever model that is, it actually drives here, like my version of reality would be different than your version of reality, yeah. which would be, and, I'll, and w even if those are small, uh, small, small changes in our models, informed by how we grew up or what that looked like, or how open we are to different people and ideas, 
Yeah. It's hard to impose your version of reality on somebody else because they have a different model running. Yes. It's a different yes. operating system. And, it, and unless they're choosing to operate to update their operating system or model. And when I say, when I say models, um, if you think about those billions of models, we don't, we don't learn our picture of how an economy would work. Mm-hmm. One interaction is just all of these things built together that were, were, uh, that were kind of just, just similar to if this had a brand on it and I saw the brand somewhere else, I don't need to update my model for the, for the can. Right. And carries through and, 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 and attaches to something else. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there's a, there's a connection here. I want to try to draw out with you. So you mentioned you grab the can of soda water, but your eyes are closed and something feels off, right? Maybe one of your fingertips is hot and you expected it to be cold when you grab the can that breaks the consensus of your senses basically right you have a certain expectation of weight of dimensions of temperature all of these things sound even and if you break that consensus there's another term for this too consilience where you get a lot of different data points from different perspectives and then if they all sort of point the same direction then that is it's an approximation of what's real even if you can't get to the bottom of it right so you're just what you're describing, I guess, with these, these models, every sense is a model of reality, effectively, right? It's a different map. Or they, or they, your, your senses are contributing to your model of reality. To your one model. Yeah. To, to your different models. So, so all these different models are in your brain mm-hmm. kind of saying, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. when I walk up the stairs, it, it, I have a prediction of here. There was what this, so I'm constantly making predictions and that next stair is going to be 18 inches higher than the one before it. And the yeah. next, and if the next one comes in and it's 32 inches or something, right. Different, right. You try. Well, you try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, Pain. And, and, it makes, and it makes you question, wait, what's going on with this? Why does this look like this? And you either update the model for that one area of your mind or that yeah. one house or that one tree fort there where it looks like that so you don't trip the next time yeah and and but you don't update everyone all stairs look like that unless right. you keep doing that on every stair and all stairs yeah so it's almost like each point of interaction or each touch point between our senses and the world is like a pixel on this screen of our what, what do we call our, is it our worldview that would be our, our collection of all of our models kind of in one yeah. <laughs> sense of self? Yeah, I, your... yeah, I think it's, I, I think, but everybody's worldview is different. Of course. Right? There, yeah. isn't one, there isn't one person that I agree with on everything, nor do they agree with me on right. every, everything, but there's people I'm closer to in our worldviews overlap on most things. Yeah. Uh, there isn't, and, and, and by the way, that's actually the positive in the world because we're all we're all learning. Yes, and, and our environment is changing all the time as well, and we're 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 updating our models from that environment change. Yes, and that's what. So if you scaled, if we just zoom out on the scale of this notion, that's what the market's doing as well, right? Each individual market actor is one of these perspectives or or nodes or model makers, I guess. And there, or perhaps it's a synapse. Every transaction is a synapse, something like, like that. And every exchange is putting information into the market, right? Every buy and sell decision is feeding. It's informing the market to 
produce, what to produce, how much to produce, and um, also telling people the cost of consumption, right, through the price signal. So it's the same thing. It's like your brain has this network architecture that the that your body has, even beyond just your brain. You have other senses that are, you know, you have proprioception yeah. and things that don't necessarily relate directly to the brain. They do. And then that scales out into the marketplace as well. So let's let's take that thread and let's say um, you comment. I, I commented on a post that you put the other uh, other day about kind of this at that, that that level. And I and and what I said is, all we are is energy storage and compute. Mm -hmm. um, and if you think what a cell is, what a what a plant is, what we are, what our brains are, energy storage and compute. Yeah. And why that's actually a really important concept is um, we link together because we have limited storage. Even though the brain is mm. incredibly complex, can do amazing things. We have we have limited storage capacity. We have and and as out of that limited storage capacity, because some of these neurons firing and synapses firing are incredibly complex. They create super highways of information, but we can't, and, and you can recall thing, certain things you're practicing all the time or doing all the time really easily, mm. but, you can't, but you can't hold that information across everything. So right. you have to simplify your, kind of your models um, on that. And it's actually why we, it's why we narrow our intelligence, not to just say, nar we narrow our field domain of field. So we're, we're really good at something. Mm -hmm. Specialization expense of something else and how economies grew as a result of that and and so it, but but for that to happen for that for economies to grow as a result of that specialization or the division of labor um what we do is we link together all of our minds and by linking together our minds we create a supercomputer mm. right and and now just think that through through so and the supercomputer the bigger, the more compute, more storage, the more performance. Mm -hmm. And why, if you look through the long arrow of time and, and, and you say, um, actually, Jeffrey West wrote a book called Scale, where he investigated the, the, oh, yes. biggest, yeah, the biggest cities and then the smaller cities and, 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 and the works. And I found that really interesting. But I think what is actually happening is to hold that supercomputer together, requires trust mm -hmm. and money and money is the, that trust that holds a supercomputer together. Mm -hmm. And so that being a constant, if you had a bigger city with higher trust, you would have, you would have more supercompute, you would have more idea generation and you'd have a better economy and better standard of living. Mm -hmm. And if you, had, and, and, and that followed kind of a power law on smaller cities because you'd have smaller, uh, smaller compute. And then where it broke is where you had, big cities but no trust or regions with no trust and which makes sense because you would you would break the supercomputer mm -hmm. you'd break you're holding that kind of those brains to, together and so so i think um that's typically what we 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 see as the evolution of our species energy storage and compute and us searching for ever higher kind of areas for storage and compute energy storage and compute mm. and why the book why books through the printing press was a staggering advance mm -hmm. is because now we could store more information because yeah. the storage of 
information, we could apply more compute, more minds to that information. And that same, that same thing is happening in computers today. Yeah. Whew. Um, yeah, again, a lot of really good stuff there. I want to try and whatever, just weave some threads here with you and we'll see where it goes. So this idea of language, uh, by the way, because this whole supercomputer we're describing, the marketplace or the collective mind, whatever you want to call it, it's facilitated by language. It's also facilitated by money, but let's just focus on language for a minute. These are kind of the two, I think, most important signaling mechanisms or technologies. Another way to think about it, language is a technology in the same way that money is. Um, they have some different characteristics, but, but very similar. Actually, let's let's say this: it's information, mm. right? Yeah, informational it, tool, maybe. Yeah, it's a, it, it, information, and every every piece of language um, accrues information. You'll hear that that language different than I will through mm. my own filter. That's exactly where I'm going with this: is the value so own, of language yeah. is the consensus of meaning on words, and most disagreements occur when two people are you know, this is talking past each other. Typically you have your, you don't have the same model for the, of meaning for the word. So you're in disagreement because you understand the word one way. I understand the word another way. Yeah. Um, but the value of language is to establish consensus on those meanings so that you don't have those miscommunications. Yeah. And you'll always have those miscommunications because Amazon, if I say Amazon in Brazil versus Amazon course, in right. America, it means two different things. And, and so there's a, there's a conflict there because language doesn't, it, it's, it's information, but it yes. could be perfect information. Um, and, I, and I wrote about that a little bit in, in my book and our model, my own model of what I perceive you to say Amazon to mean or any word to mean mm -hmm. or any, it, it's not what you're saying. It's my perception of what you're saying through my model that informs informs that. Actually, by the way, if you loop that all the way back to trust, why trust is so important in connecting supercomputer, because if I'm looking through my model of mistrust and I'm expecting it, mm -hmm. uh, then I can't see what you actually mean. Mm. Right. It's, it, it breaks the software. You're distorting the receipt of the message through your own negative through expectation. My own, my own model. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and you, we, I think we've even talked about this. Uh, so a victim showing up in the world, right? And a victim, what they actually are really looking for is love and connection. Mm -hmm. Right. But they're distorting how to get love and connection. Love is all around them all the time. Mm -hmm. But they're distorting the, the, how to get it through um, trying to get love and connection. What they effectively do is push away the thing they want most right. by trying by trying to get it but but that that view well it's well it's sad to see there's somebody right beside them there's a totally different person that sees a totally different world and their world is very different yeah right and that person's model of the world informing everything they see but it's true for them and it'll it, and it'll reinforce and in trying to tell that person their model is broken right and the world doesn't look like that it's hard to have some it's hard to break down that that or that part of the model hmm. yeah no that that lands a lot um and I, so yeah the love and connect because 
almost like trying to coerce love and connection perhaps like instead of just honestly seeking it you put on either a, a victim story or maybe could be the opposite could be an aggressive thing too right where you're trying to victimize perhaps but you're really you've been outed i guess through this us versus them thing and now you're just seeking love and connection so you're you're going about it the wrong way perhaps and and again this is a wrong way wrong uh, wrong yeah it's all thinking (laughs) these are these are all um if the model works for you for what you're you're getting in your life then great Mm, if right. it does, if it doesn't, it's probably you. It's probably right. not the world conspiring against you. Yes, um, and it's really easy to think. Um, and and it, and again, in in the victim archetype, it's easy to see. And there will be people listening to this that will deny that because they might be the victim archetype. Mm. Um, and and it'd be and it'd be really hard to push back against. But that same archetype is exactly the same as somebody that's say uh that that essentially burning their whole family telling them that family is most important while spending all of their time trying to make billions of dollars Mm. and and it's for the same thing there's a connection when everybody tells you you're really great at something Mm -hmm. you'll do more of it right you update your uh, and and you you won't see that, that, that a lot of times you're pushing away the things that that you you tell yourself are most important wow. so we're full we're, we're full of these conflicts um and 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 we we often won't see them in ourselves yeah. um you know everyone around us can see them in us the, yeah this reminds me of you know peterson talks about outsourcing your sanity to those around you because it's interesting as you said that that you'll do more of what people tell you you're good at which is another way of saying what the marketplace rewards you for, whatever that is. I think it's actually deeper than that. I think it's what what um, what you feel like you belong at. Mm. What you love feel and like belong. You belong. So, yeah. So I think right. it's it. You're doing these things because 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 it's such a it's such a connection to love. So that's yeah. the why. I think that's the why in our in the electrical signals. Like, how do these get here? How do they get become? Um, how do they get stuck in these models in our brain yeah. that we keep on loop to do? And we, can, and we, we pull ourselves away from the things we say we want. Um, because if you go back to what we started with, these are all just a whole bunch of models in our brain, all competing um, or all kind of giving us a view of the world. And if that yes. view of, the, and if that view of the world is something that, that, is positive and it's everything we hit with for 10 out of 10 in our family like if that's what we want at, at 10 out of 10 yeah. then then we should keep doing it and if we're one out of 10 or two out of 10 and we tell the world no it's 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 this person's fault or it's this person's fault or or um, then it's probably us as well right right yeah yeah well and that's the is what culture is basically this distributed psychotechnological network that's giving us that feedback you know like if what you're doing is good do more of it but so to your point though this it can be a good thing right you can be a successful entrepreneur or whatever you're doing for the community in a profitable way they're giving you feedback they like it you do more of it you can change the world that way but the danger i guess the dark side would be that it could feed the ego too much that you can become once your ego gets bigger than your 
I guess, skill set or something to that effect, you can, you can have falls, right? You'll tend to try things that you can't normally do. But yeah, isn't that well, also key to our, there's a key here to our personal progression and that you got to take big challenges. We have to step into roles that we're not ready for and things like that. But you don't want to, I guess, be faking it till you make it kind of thing. Or maybe you do to some extent, but not completely. So how do you, it's like we have to. I think different concepts. I think there's, those are different concepts. Again, I'm just, what I'm trying to say on, 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 on one of them. So, so does it require um, you to, to do all this and, and fake it till you make it to be able to, uh, to, to make it? And if your model says it does, it'll be true for you. Well, I'm thinking more like pragmatically, if you're going to ride a bike, you're going to learn to ride a bike, you kind of have to fake it till you make it sort of, yep. right? You watch yep. other people do yep. it. And then you like try to repeat error, their emotions and error correction, all yes. of these things in our brain, updating or starting a business, you yeah. make a whole bunch of mistakes in the business and you get a better model of all the mistakes you made, or some people don't, they think right. it's the world inspiring against them. They don't change. They don't update their models. And they don't learn as a result, and they keep doing the same thing in business. Mm. Some some people do the same thing in relationships. They think it's they come into a relationship and they do right. in relation exactly the same. Some people do the same thing in friendships. They do the same, and it actually doesn't matter. You're either updating those through errors and mistakes, and updating yeah. your your prediction your prediction of what you said you wanted versus what you what, what you tried to do versus what you did didn't match. And you updated your model or you, or you didn't, you pushed away the learning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you accepted the pain and let it inform you, or maybe you tried to ignore or anesthetize the pain somehow, whether you printed money, you know, took pain pills or, uh, I don't know, in the case of a romantic relationship collapsing, I don't know, became, took up some other vice maybe. Yeah. Um, so then is that the fundamental choice? It's like, we're, we're always going to feel pain when the models we make don't perfectly map to reality when there are incongruences. We need to accept that pain and step into the pain, let it inform us, let it improve our next attempt at whatever the thing is. Yeah, I, I think, I think so. I, I, I think a lot of this is, is, is really just our, our biological computers constantly making predictions that either don't match mm -hmm. um, or do or, or do match and then updating different pieces of our uh, of our model by the way some of what we're talking about are incredibly um, positive for this whole conversation with bitcoin and and where um uh where some people believe that central bank digital currencies can happen um mm -hmm. as well and I, I categorically don't think not, not in the in a short time term will people try, um, certainly, um, but I, I actually don't think it can happen. I don't. Mm. Um, and 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 why why I say that is, um, our entire reality is is us doing the all of these things, right? Mm. Creating so so, this was created by an idea, right? Mm -hmm. This was somebody in somebody's brain that idea turned into reality. Mm -hmm. And that reality through a whole bunch of people thinking that idea was a good idea, created a brand around this idea and a supply chain and, a, and created yeah. this. All it is was an idea in somebody's head. 
and that is the entire market of competing ideas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, and, and we can't predict on the other side of this, we can't predict that ever change those ever changing ideas because, and I use this example quite often, but we would have never predicted iPhone when we were using BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. We would have never predicted our change to a new model, to a new idea and what we would do. So if you just follow that, then, then what you'd say is no central organization could ever outpredict what our changing predictions will change because we're changing all the time. We're constantly updating our models right. based, based, on, based on new inputs. So our, our world's changing. We're designing the world we want to live in at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, we can't up, and we can't figure out when, when that change is moving through society faster and faster and faster and what we'll do in that new new reality Mm. Um, any better than a central control agent could do it for us so if you had a central control agent that actually tried to essentially say what society would look like it could never actually work you'd have to you'd you'd have to stop evolution you'd have to stop right right you know um and and we won't put up with that um, we right. think we we think right now because the system we're in, that's a risk, but but it's actually not really a risk because there's no way that we would do that. So we the 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 more it looks like that, the more we'll change to fight it, and the more that Bitcoin will evolve, right? Um, and um, because it becomes and, and the more people will see Bitcoin, the more on onboarding to that network effect, the more people will. Uh, will it'll come into their consciousness where it wasn't in their consciousness before yeah that's so to try and engage in central planning is to fight the algorithm of evolution itself <laughs> Something it, pretty, like pretty, pretty well pretty pretty much because you yeah. have to if if, if, if like in, name a society with central planning that on a long-term uh, long, yeah. uh, long basis has outperformed the, uh, the free, free market. And you don't even never yeah. And this goes, there's a great paper on this and I'm sure you've read Hayek's, Friedrich Hayek's Use of Knowledge in Society, where he talks about how knowledge is discovered and distributed. You know, he's describing this decentralized computer we're talking about here, that it, it always outcompetes central planning by definition. It's this higher bandwidth. It's because it, you're using each conscious actor's throughput versus just a few conscious actors' throughput. So the whole is always more than any sum super, of its parts. Supercomputer super versus a 286. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. And, 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 it, and it has to be. And so, uh, and, and so what you see is a, 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 the evolutionary or what we're going through. We're going through a transition in time where a whole bunch of models are being disrupted. Yeah. because they've been the same for a long time and we've taken and, and we've grown up in those models that that are that it, like an inflation inflation is required for the productive economy yeah. nobody even questions it because you lived in it so long when when you, if you actually question it it's ludicrous right um, it, 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 but but people don't question that 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 core tenant just because they haven't questioned that part of the model and they've been inside a system that it looked like that might work. Yeah. And, and, and so now as, as it starts to not work and you start to see the feedback 
around feedback systems of it not working around the world and what the next steps are, more and more people start to question that base assumption and the models change. Right. And that's what's happening in Bitcoin. And that's yes. why this conversation on Bitcoin is so intellectually stimulating and curious and because and, and, you're around other people who are really curious yeah. about these sorts of things. Um, and, and they're trying to find that route and update, update their models. And what, and once you, and that's why once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yes. Yeah, no, this is great. So the supercomputer we're describing this organic distributed supercomputer, the free market, it, I mean, incredibly now has given rise to actual supercomputers. I mean, we didn't really have the language to talk about this thing before the digital age. I mean, thank goodness we had people like Hayek writing about it very eloquently and beautifully, but he, even he didn't have really good um, analogies, you know, because computers weren't really a thing back then. But so we kind of get, when you let this distributed supercomputer run, it blindsides us with innovation. Right? We just get brand new, spectacular things, solutions to problems we could have never before imagined. Yeah. And then when those technological realities change, I think in particular, the ones that determine how and where we allocate our attention, that all the things we build on top of it, all these institutional realities change as well. So is that what's happening right now in the digital age is that we just have such a transformational uh, paradigm of media and communication that it's upending all of the structures we, we had put in place for the, the old world? Partly, but it's, but if you just looked at an engineering solution, right? If you, if you think about, I think about this all the time and it's going to sound pretty simple, but um, I, I used to say in, in businesses, if you, if you have a shitty process mm. and you automate that shitty process, right. you have faster, shitty <laughs> faster process. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Every, everywhere else so the input matters yeah. and so if you have a, if you have a and this is what i explored in the book but but if you have a um technology process that's supposed to be driving price down as that efficiency is spreading out to society and you have an error code in money mm -hmm. that's that has to go exactly the other way and print money to offset it to pretend we can still live in a society like that Right, to keep inflation constant exactly. or semi-constant. Yeah. The whole system collapses. Yeah. Right? If you have the, those things and that error code has to exponentially grow, right? and then you automate it with technology. Right, you just turned up the speed button. on it. Turned up the speed of misinformation everywhere. Yeah. Right? Because all it, we don't actually want more money. Money is the trust, the information that glues the supercomputer together. We want, we want what we think more money will buy us. We mm. want what we think more, more time will buy us. And when, so, so when, when you have misinformation and money, and then you apply technology to it. So people think it's Twitter, Facebook, all of this. That's just the technology automating a terrible signal, mm. a terrible error code through mm. society. The society is now inside of that error code mm. and, and um, looking through the error, error of that misinformation at, a, at an exponential rate. And Bitcoin is the exact opposite of that. Wow, that's super interesting. Okay, so input matters. You can't automate a shitty process because that just makes things worse, not better. Um. This reminds me of kind of a tangent too. like one of these 
great promises of Bitcoin that I've, I've somewhat struggled to articulate, but the more people that can make their work, their play, right? The freer and more wealthy we are, then individually we can pursue the things that are most meaningful and interesting to us. And then presumably that typically gets us into some line of work that some of us are fortunate enough to discover that you would just do anyways. You would do independent of the, the financial gain. So it seems to me like if you get more fiat out of the system, not money, but the, this, this idea of telling people what to do rather than letting people do what they want, that's what I mean when I say fiat, the more you can get that out of the system and just leave people alone. Uh, you know, Safety had a great quote on the Lex podcast. He said, when you leave people alone, capitalism happens. So it's just like, it's non-intervention, non essentially, yeah. um, which ties into a lot of things, like the, even the Hippocratic Oath of Health, right? The first thing is do no harm. Or was it let food be thy medicine, do no harm? I mean, it's, it's non-interventionist. Um, approaches to dealing with with reality yeah and and and, and some people will fight to that because mm -hmm. they think and, and and let's say let's say your value i use the victim analogy but let's say your value um to society comes in in i stand up for the underprivileged and all of the underprivileged reinforce how great you are and you're the person that stands up for the underprivileged um, then, then your reinforcement mechanism, even if you're inside a system that makes those people worse off, your reinforcement mechanism for those people will grow and your belief in yourself being able to matter grows and you don't see it. Mm -hmm. and, and so there's a whole bunch of people caught up into a system. And so why do you do that? And, and, and why do they do that is because I get a connection. I get love and I get belonging out of other people saying I'm important. Yeah. Right. And, and, and so, so why it might be hard to question that, what I just said at a basis found foundational computer yeah. <laughs> brain box type of, because we would not see that electrical signal that, uh, that is like, if you just think about all these inputs in your brain, they're just electrical signals. You have a, you, the vision you have of all of the world around you is an electrical signal. Now I'd like to tell you about a great new Bitcoin show on the scene that you've got to check out. Brought to you by Swan Studios and Bitcoin Magazine, this show is Hard Money with Natalie Brunel. Natalie is an Emmy-nominated journalist bringing unparalleled experience to the Bitcoin media scene. And personally, Natalie is one of my favorite voices in the Bitcoin space. Each week on Hard Money, you'll get the top headlines of the week with analysis you won't find anywhere else. Hard-hitting interviews with amazing guests like myself and other top minds in the Bitcoin space. And the show will take you directly into the lives being changed by Bitcoin all over the world. Check out Hard Money at swan.com backslash hard money. Today, I want to tell you about our sponsor, CrowdHealth. So how does health insurance work? You send an egregious amount of money to an insurance company. They hold it in a pool of depreciating fiat currency. Then when you have a large health event, you have to pay them even more via your deductible. And then you hope they will cover your bill. And in fact, one in six bills are denied by healthcare.gov plans. It's time to take control of your own healthcare bills. I'd like to introduce you to CrowdHealth. 
It's a decentralization of healthcare using Bitcoin as an alternative to health insurance. Instead of sending fiat currency to a big corporation, you send that money to an account controlled by you, a portion of which is converted into Bitcoin. Then if you have a big health event, you have a community of Bitcoiners that will use the money in their accounts to help you out. To get more details, go to joincrowdhealth.com backslash breedlove, where you can find the promo code for $99 a month for six months. So I've also heard a computer defined as this, that it's a state machine. And I just Googled this to read the quick definition, but a state machine is a mathematical abstraction used to design algorithms. A state machine reads a set of inputs and changes to a different state based on those inputs. A state is a description of the status of a system waiting to execute a transition. So those are the models effectively, right? Whatever this are all the different those are all the different models and if you yeah. and if if you think about that it's not one it's billions of yeah. interconnected um uh, models that essentially you're I and think they're nested too right because uh peterson makes this point a lot that you can't take out the substructure of the belief system you know if, yeah. if you some home you suddenly what's the example he uses like infidelity in a marriage someone comes home and figures out you know their wife of 30 years has cheated on them it it's a nested breakdown in their worldview, right? They thought, oh, I could trust this person and we have this life and, and all of that just falls apart in a moment. So it, um, sorry to interrupt, but just they're nested, right? They're hierarchical, I guess we'd yeah, say. Are, yeah, it, 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 exactly. And that's actually why I said the uh, the billions of neurons and, and, and hundreds of trillions of synapses mm -hmm. and, and those are energy inputs, right? Yes. Electrical store store memories and the ones you use more often have uh, have higher fidelity mm. um uh, on on your uh, on on your connections between between neurons between those uh, be, between those models and and the ones you don't and 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 <laughs> this is this is what got us talking about or potentially having this podcast what we we had in miami that conversation mm. And if I think about this uh, at that level um, and where we just talked about Einstein and, and, and essentially the universe, pretty simple and we're searching for that truth, kind of what these, the, but Einstein's model of physics, standard model of physics works for things and works for most of the universe that we see, but it breaks down at the, at the quantum level. Mm -hmm. and, and the theories between standard model of physics and quantum still don't match. And there's a whole bunch of ideas. I'm sure you've heard the many worlds theory. Um, have you mm -hmm. heard the many worlds theory? Every, uh, time you, every time you have an idea, the opposite idea or whatever you didn't think of at the time is in another world. Oh, wow. So, so billions of different worlds. Um, and, I, and I think David, Doche uh, explore explores that, and, and I don't think that's. Anyways, I don't I don't find that very compelling. I think actually what could happen here, uh, is this: inside our brain, at the same thing in in. I have to assume. Well, I don't have to assume. I know this is made up of a whole bunch of atoms in a certain uh, in a certain configuration. So mm -hmm. is my table. So is my uh, so uh, so is everything around us. Um, and at the subatomic level, what makes up that? And at mm -hmm. subatomic level in quantum theory, um, if, if you think about the, the double slit experiment, 
yeah um then then the observer so two slits and you take a photon a one photon and they you look away and the, the photon appears to go through both slits right simultaneously but if you watch that it'll only go through one slit right. so the observer has uh, the observer has an impact on the outcome Mm-hmm. If the observer has an impact on the outcome at the subatomic level, um, that throws a real wrench into how we perceive things at the at the bigger level. Mm-hmm. Right? What if that same thing is actually the the thing that's happening in our brain? What if mm-hmm. what if and I and I and I use the example of say you have a hundred people in a room, right? And you're at a you're you're, you're at a party, and if you were running kind of imaging on your brain at that, that party, you would see through these, these electrical connections stimulating all of the different conversations. Mm-hmm. But you'd be having a conversation with one person like we're having now, but all of the other th- stuff is below your consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and if somebody, if somebody said, uh, um, said, hey, Robert, or didn't even say, hey, Robert, but said, hey, Robert, across the room, mm-hmm. you would immediately tune out of our conversation and tune into a different conversation right yeah and and what what could be happening there um uh is is your intention your reality is actually being informed that your observer of the reality is actually creating your reality and and um because because you have to assume there's another thousand conversations that are happening that that night. Mm-hmm. Any one of them could have changed could change your life forever. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you hear all the other ones? And and when when the many worlds theory says is they all happen, they're just in different universes, different <laughs> different realms. I I think they just it's like the double slitherspeed. They didn't exist mm-hmm. in your model. Mm-hmm. They just they, the wave function collapsed. Right. And, you created, and you created your reality. And so what stuff do you perceive? Where does your attention go? What do you hear? And, and what creates that reality? And if you, if you think that through, um, we're likely not to see other realities. We're not actually, a lot of times we might not even hear them, right? They'll be below our subconscious level. They're hitting, <laughs> um, right. it, 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 maybe even in Bitcoin, there's a whole bunch of people talking about Bitcoin. There's a whole bunch of people that it's below that level. It's not even, it's, it's, they haven't even heard Robert across the room. (laughs) Right. It's, it's, it's tuned out. Yeah. And then, and then something, we never know what that something is, brings it into something where I can look at it. um, And then maybe update my model. It fits into your model somehow. Right. And, 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 and if it doesn't fit in my model, I'll ignore it. Yeah. I might, I won't see it. Just like every conversation at that dinner party or that that party yeah. that I talked about, you can't you, you, your brain and if you if you kind of saw saw what's happening in your brain um, it, through imaging, the, all the conversations are there. Picking your brain's picking them all up, but it, but the one you're focused on creates a P three wave and and the neurons all fire together, and you can see that coming into your consciousness where you can actually make decisions on it. So what if and, and it would make sense at that level. So, so again, we perceive at the, at the higher orders and we perceive the things that kind of update our models all the time, but we wouldn't perceive 
kind of at the quantum level, we wouldn't perceive all of the things that could be in our attention that, that the observer actually has effect on creating the world we see. Yeah, that, you know, I, that one, I read about that a long time ago. The, I think it's the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, maybe, because for that same reason that you're describing the double slit experiment, you basically cannot observe a particle's, I think it's position and trajectory at the same time. You have to choose one or the other. So the, yeah, the, this points to this fundamental nature of reality that is probabilistic, you know, clouds of probability, and we're collapsing these clouds with our attention. <laughs> like it doesn't happen until we look at it somehow, which is really strange to think about. Um, and so all of this, all of that, when, when you went back to, do we live in a simulation? Yes, but that simulation is all controlled by our brain. And, 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 and potentially even quantum at the bottom of that simulation, if, if, if everything's made up of energy and, uh, yes. and, and particles and at the, at the higher levels, we wouldn't see it, but at the lower levels of kind of this double, that kind of those two theories, yeah. <laughs> uh, standard model, and, and they don't fit. Maybe it's just a, uh, the levels of granularity. And as you get to a smaller level of granularity, you don't see that that electrical signal is actually you have intention that actually causes that um, to what you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the there's another book I read that actually described was a book on quantum described particles themselves, which most of us today in modern culture we think particles are a thing, like a physically manifest thing, but this author's perspective was that they're actually just one of these models, one of these mental models we use to describe wave interactions, yeah, wave or particle interactions. That's right. Yeah. So, well, he's saying the particle itself is again, we perceive it as some manifest solid, but there's no solid there. There's no substance. It's just energy and waves all the way down basically. And then we, but they have certain predictable interactions that we call a particle Yeah. basically. So, um, this, so here's a question then if something as fundamental as a particle itself is just one of these models or useful fictions is what we at least what we can articulate as truth when we say like i want the truth or tell me the truth is that really ultimately we just want congruence between the model we're referencing and the reality of what happened but it's there's always a gap, right? You can't, what the old always saying the map is not the territory. So you're just looking always. for the highest resolution map in someone's explanation, presumably. Yeah. So it, it, take two to take us right now. We're talking about this in Bitcoin and the whole bunch in Bitcoin. The people, it's a it, curious. We we're around a whole bunch of people that that find this curious. It's an exploration um, and find it exciting. Mm. Um. But if I just took myself out of this conversation and said, or, or put another person and said, I'm living in a tent camping full time, that's all I'm doing. And they love their life. Mm -hmm. Is there anything about Bitcoin that matters right now to them? Right? And, mm -hmm. and do they even think about it? Do they, and do they need to think about it? Um, maybe if kind of as the whole world goes the other way, potentially that turns yeah. into a but you can see that they, their model of what that matters to them is is just just fine, right? Yeah. And so, it, so, so what? Why that this matter is when we attach ourselves to what we do, 
Mm. If you say, we're the thing that makes this work, we lose ourselves in the thing. Mm. Right? We, we, we become too self-important in that thing and we lose our lose ourselves uh, so the why behind it you you used you, you can tell yourself all sorts of reasons the why you do it but mm. most of the reasons come come back to um how much other people love you mm. for doing it wow hmm. Well, hmm. uh so i mean let's just take it back to money then i guess Money obviously is a important, useful fiction. Is I mean, what I'm getting. So, so imagine, imagine the division of labor without money. Without yeah, it doesn't it barely exist. Yeah, doesn't it? It can't exist. Right. And so, imagine the supercompute function between us without trust, and it can't exist. Right. That's all my. That that kind of at the base of money is just information. Um, and so, so the more we can rev up this distributed supercomputer with say high integrity money, right? Money that money as a useful fiction that lets us trade time and energy, the more closely or the higher resolution that useful fiction of money maps onto the reality of time and energy, the more that supercomputer runs, the more civilized we become. The alternative being turn off the supercomputer and be animals, basically. Yeah, be, um, and, and that's actually why prices must fall, right? Mm -hmm. Because if prices were made to go up through the distortion of money forever, then then if you follow that logic, then the only then the only way you could you could retain that power over control over other people, yeah, is through coercion, yeah. And, and that keeps going. And then the state essentially changes laws um, right. to be able to, to keep that coercion. Um, and you ruin the supercomputer yeah. um, as, as a result. And there's really only two choices. And so, so because, because productivity, our productivity gains, um, if you had this connection that was sound, would translate into lower, lower and lower prices all the time, forever. Right. As 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 we invented machines and invented technology and technology that actually replaces or augments our ability to think through right. Jim can compute. And so, if it, uh, to, to me, I cannot imagine. No, I think we're still a long way off from when I say long way, but but tens of years off from artificial general intelligence whereas elon musk said okay we're going to be there by 2029 i find that highly unlikely um, in the ways that the deep learning works today um because because all of these models deep learning works in a different way and in a narrow intelligence um you could uh you can you can remove a whole bunch of labor and narrow intelligence and can yeah. do make things but a general purpose where the go computer can drive a car and the car driver driver car is i think we're a long way away and actually potentially a long way away um from some of the things we're talking about now how our brain creates a general purpose tech uh computer mm -hmm. to be able to uh, uh, uh into into solve that but 
whether it's five years, 10 years, you can say the entire path to be able to get there, 20 years, entire path to be able to get there means that over time, we're going to be less and less needed in that division of labor. Right. We are. Right. You, right. me, yeah. less, less more machines, less us, less us. And, and, uh, and that, what that means is if we try to make prices go up that entire time, then as a, as a consequence, you have to consolidate, you have to drive all control into a few people who are the overlords of everybody else. Right. And, um, and there is no, just mathematically, there's no other way mm. to, solve that paradox except for let the let, let prices come down according to the free market according to our ideas yeah it's the one way i've thought about this is prices just being a way to communicate the cost of solving a problem right you want a boat or you want a ride or you want a meal i mean there's there's a sacrifice that you have to make to get the thing you want but if you have a system that's driving them up forever clearly that's a huge problem because you can't solve problems all the problems are becoming more expensive to solve yeah um, but it, 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 worse to be able to to exist in the free market technologies companies must automate the labor away faster otherwise you wouldn't use the service mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right so, so these two the, that's why i keep saying these two systems are working exactly opposite but they're reinforcing uh, and the feedback effects are reinforcing in opposing directions as well um, and so when people talk about Bitcoin um, price always going up, that that is relative term because they're measuring through the system and they're thinking in the US dollar yes. system. But, yeah. but what really is happening, and you know this, but but everything falls in price forever against Bitcoin. Yes. Right. It's a new, it's a new system measuring um, measuring what's happening. Yeah. But it, play play this play this forward. Um, so you Elon Musk talks about uh, multiplanetary species, and and being a multiplanetary species means I, I'm pretty sure we're not going to send humans up onto asteroids with hard hats and pick picks to dig up uh, uh, to dig up minerals and create um, and, and and shovels and, and buildings and. Um, I think we're probably going to send up intelligent automated drones and 3D yeah. printers to be able <laughs> right. to, to do this work. And so part of the transition to be able to, if you just said that what that would have to look like at a, at a humanity at entering our level of intelligence, where we're transitioning to machine intelligence, mm -hmm. if humanity didn't make the transition to a money that allowed that to happen, it would blow up right the world because because you'd have to allow that abundance yes use the technology to be broadly transferred to everybody in the in the form of freedom or free yeah. time or or you would or you would go to war fighting over rocks right it's a systemic contradiction then yeah it's a systemic contradiction that uh, that that we are uh we are the interesting it's why this this is such, such a fascinating uh discussion because we're the first humans who ever have gone through 
where we are in the technology's evolution. We've seen technology advances before, but not at the rate yeah. we're seeing today. Yeah. Driven by energy storage and compute, our intelligence feeding back on itself at higher and higher levels, yeah. searching higher orders of energy <laughs> storage right. and compute that take it beyond our bodies. Yet we can't see it because we're in a different system. Wow. Yes. Um, again, if your collection of all models, whatever you call that, your worldview, something enters your realm of perception that doesn't fit any of those models, then it's um, that's the 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 joy and fun of learning. Also, the pain, the humility of of learning necessary to learn. And I guess I would also explain why. I mean, Bitcoin just takes a long time to get your head around because it is one of those things, right? It's for most people, most people don't have the, the psychological architecture, let's say to deal with something like Bitcoin. Cause and, and, and I wonder, and I want to be careful about um, most people mm -hmm. because, because I think I, I, when, when you say that, or when it's, it's easy to, and, and I'm not nothing to do with you, Robert, but if I said that, what I naturally think is, I don't say that because I think uh, um, it's those, I, what, I, what I naturally do is, or, or what I could naturally do is, is I'm smarter than those people, right? They don't have the ability. I try to infer that my group is, is more important than other people. Right. And I actually don't think that that's true. I think their models might not be updated. Yes. They, Getting, getting misinformation and their models might not be updated for a whole bunch of reasons that they you're, you're saying it more clearly i should have said it that that's what i was intending to say is it we all have models most yeah. of our or collection of models whatever whatever that is worldview i guess bitcoin seems to emerge outside of most people's worldview like most people don't have a model to interpret bitcoin and indeed like I didn't for a long time. I had to spend hundreds of hours studying things. So, to so I, lo I love so. you. I love you. Just said that. I love yeah. because because what ends up happening is once we have a new model, and everything keeps on reinforcing that model. Everything we see in the world, like it's mm -hmm. actually pretty easy, right? When you see when you see what's going to happen next in the rest of the world, mm -hmm. um, it's. It, 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 it's pretty logical and what's happening and, and what, what's, what, how people are confused, what that looks like. It, I, I look through it and I go, okay, this is just like, I, I almost don't need to talk about it anymore. It's just yeah. a pattern of an existing system trying to fight it, fight off the inevitable. Right. And what's happening on Bitcoin, it's pretty simple to see. And because it, it and my model on, it just keeps on reinforcing. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is what's what's going to happen next and everything else, but but even coming to Bitcoin and understanding that 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 learning, I easily forget that I didn't once know it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. It's, it's, once once you're there, you you couldn't you can't believe that that you weren't were once somebody that looked through the world the same way as a whole bunch of other people look through the world today. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's. Yeah, it's important, I think, to reflect on those times, right? I still hear terms, like I'll hear someone use the term monetary policy, for instance, which is something like guys like you and I, we just rattle it off and don't think twice about it. But for most people, again, most people's model in the world, I'm not, again, not to categorize most people, but I think 
that term doesn't hold a lot of meaning for a lot of people because a lot of people haven't wrestled with those ideas uh, or specialized in those ideas. Like, yeah, they haven't, they haven't needed to, they haven't needed because you trust at that level. If you said everything's in levels, right. You trust, you trust a different and effectively at the bottom of that is, Oh no, I trust that. That's, I don't need to think about that. Yes. And so back to that idea of consensus on the meaning of words or terms, if you or I say monetary policy and we mean one thing and someone else hears it and they interpret another, there's, there's the error, right? There's the error in the computer network is we're not, we're not connecting yeah. our, our if, synapses with their synapses, I guess. If your model has, uh, has, if your model is, um, yeah, climate change is, is going to kill us all, right? Mm-hmm. It's the number one threat in the world. Then, then fighting that climate, finding that model with, um, with Bitcoin uses energy, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is like, it, it, it's hard to overcome emotion with logic, right? Yes. And, even, right. And, 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 and if that model is based on top of a monetary policy that makes the entire system worse and you yeah. can't solve it, it doesn't matter. Everybody's reinforcing essentially you're saving the world, you're saving the world and you're mm-hmm. actually making the, the whole thing worse. Right. But try to break through that from you're wrong. It's a hard yeah. place to break through from. Um, you'd have to, you have to almost go deeper on on that question. That's why I keep coming back to that question. Okay, how do you solve um, saving the world through an if through through a monetary policy or a system that must grow forever right. on a planet? And it's only then that people can go, oh, maybe I'll look somewhere else at a deeper so- level. Okay, these so emo- these emotional triggers, kind of the, the, in our brains, yeah, that fire those uh, neurons faster, right? Or if, if, just lock in memories. Those emotion, they'll they'll lock in a memory, and, and they're, they're, we won't see the error code because of the emotion. Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay, I'm struck by this connection that we talked about a computer as a state machine and so now i'm thinking the state as in the government and then a state machine as just being this generator of models as we're describing right and any at any time it has some i guess aggregate or collective state and that is right for us that's our worldview i suppose is kind of the term we're using here i don't know if it's the right word but it'll do for now is there some does that then explain some natural role of the state on this distributed supercomputer that you do need some governing mechanism some limiting principle to regulate the machine or am i just drawing a spontaneous connection between these two things yeah yeah and again there's um i don't know where to go on this but i but i do believe that in some sort of um and I know some people don't, and some people don't in Bitcoin, there's no role for any government and it's just every man for themselves. I suspect that we will agree on different rules Mm. than that. Right. And, and some people might want those rules and some people might go into that world and, uh, and, and say, and then some people will choose to have a rule of government that is, that is constrained by choice of the free market. 
Mm. And what I mean is, is, is the government would get way smaller, right? They would, they would, they would have to, they would be elected with essentially by telling you the truth mm -hmm. about uh, where, where your money is going for services. Would you like a firefighter in your, in your city? Mm -hmm. Here's what it costs. And, and um, instead of, uh, uh, instead of, I'm going to hide how much I can pay you and, and pick your pick, pick your pocket because that's not a democracy. That's not a, and, 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 and I, again, I don't think we've ever seen um, what, um, what society could look like under a Bitcoin standard, what it would look like. Mm -hmm. So our models of what democracy means, libertarian, Austrian economics, our models of what these, these systems look like must be biased right we by the history that we've evolved in they yeah. must be because we've never seen an innovation we've never seen something like 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 bitcoin that operated differently where you could have velocity and money through peer-to-peer -peer transactions so if um and 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 something so stable that it was outside the hands of government and so if we've never had that before and we look through the historical lens of all of the some really smart people and different mm -hmm. ideas, challenging ideas. Then, then our our models must be wrong for what that looks like. Mm. We can intuit what it might look like. We can predict what it might look like in the in the future. What, uh, what but that's for us to decide as we build the future. Yeah. So is it? That's really well said. Is it this? I mean, it's basically the algorithm of evolution itself working through us that creates this distributed computing system we call the free market, right? We, it seems to me the, the underlying most fundamental thing that's happening, which is also a paradox because something is absolute to the extent that it is unchanging, but it seems like the only thing that never changes in this universe of ours is change itself. Um, and nature, or at least bio biological nature, is just trying to throw the spaghetti at the wall to see which strategies work. And they, you know, that's done at the individual organism level, the organizational level, and even the, the technologies themselves that we're using to fit ourselves together. Do you ever get the sense of that? I mean, I feel like no matter where I zoom or zoom out or zoom in my thinking, that I end up in this kind of Darwinian process everywhere. Um, I, uh, I, I love discussing this. I love to kind of, uh, uh because, it, because it, how deep does it go, right? Yeah. Does it go all the way down to quantum? Right. And does it, does it mean, does it mean my actual intention creates the world I want to see mm -hmm. or contributes to the world I want to see? And you'd never see those ideas spread. How many people those touch? Mm -hmm. Um, you never know. How many people that you turned a light on, but you didn't, they did, didn't get all the way there mm -hmm. until five years later. Right. Um, uh, 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 the, uh, how my own thinking evolves through this process um, and how, and how things that, uh, that, that I would updated models or things that I got wrong or, and, and how do I, and, and, and if I see everybody else making say mistakes, or what I would consider errors, and they believe that the world's conspiring against them mm -hmm. um, in what, whatever area, their wife, 
their uh, their business, mm -hmm. their uh, their vic victim, whatever area that they're uh, they they believe, because they, they they can intellectually understand what we're saying here, mm -hmm. uh, but in whatever area that they will have an error code that keeps on repeating, but they can't seem to get out of it. Um, then if everybody else is like that, then I must be too. And so, so what I try to do is I try to say, okay, I'm just as susceptible to these inputs or errors in thinking as, as everybody else, because it's all around me. Um, how, how do I hold kind of honesty in myself that, that the world I want it to look like it, 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 it and the, the, when I said, kind of, I ask myself kind of every day, what's my relationship with my wife, like out of 10, what's it what, like with my kids, each of my kids out of 10. So like with my friends, what's it like? Out of, and if it's, if it's a five or six, I find myself wanting to say, oh yeah, that's because of them. Mm -hmm. It's because of me. Right. So, it, it, so, so it forces that mirror of yeah. I create what I want to see. And actually funny enough that, that in, it, it actually is probably what you're doing in, um, in your show is probably, it, it, it is why I realized I'm going to, I'm going to do more in Bitcoin. I started that Bitcoin only fund, uh, mm -hmm. the ecosystem fund, um, because I realized, okay, I could talk about this all day long, um, right. what the world uh, look, uh, looks like, but I'm going to spend more, all of my energy, mm -hmm. more of my, more of my time, more of my energy building the world I want to see versus talking about the world that is going to happen if we don't do that. Yeah. Right. Which in many ways is a much, it's a more, more trustworthy signal in some ways, actually, because you, you know, talk is cheap. Action is louder. Actions are louder than words. But now you're talking about putting capital at risk to help create this future. And that capital is the accumulation of many of your past actions, right? It took you a lot of actions to get that capital in place that you're now putting at risk to help build this future you want to see. Yeah. And I don't see it. As, and, and again, maybe that's for the entrepreneur in me, mm -hmm. um, but I actually don't see any of those things that I, like, I don't actually see any of the, when, when I've failed in business or succeeded uh, in, in, in business, every one of those things was a learning uh, uh, event to yes. update or right. make me successful in, in how I define success with mm -hmm. the people who I want to spend time with all the time. And, and so this doesn't, it's like, it's not a risk at all. It feels like the, the, the easiest, it's, it's just where you, it, 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 it really isn't a risk. It, it could all fail. Mm -hmm. Won't, but, but, uh, but it would it'd be the best ride I'd ever taken. <laughs> right. Meaningful, right? It's just a yeah, meaningful pursuit. Mean, yeah. Meaningful because, because you're, build, you're building with people that this is what, how I feel about most of the people in the Bitcoin community. You're, uh, you're building with people who um, uh, want to see a better, better future and are, yeah. or, and are, and are, and are, are actively taking part in that, uh, in that future. That's why when, when we were, uh, yeah, I think you met her as well, but my wife couldn't understand she, even though she's uh, really into Bitcoin and, um, and, and the works, she couldn't understand how deep my friendships were in this, uh, around this community right. until she came to Miami. And then uh -huh. she, and, and, and she said, I get it. I get it. These like just 
every single person we're meeting, just some of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's the, the common values among Bitcoiners is a real beautiful thing. And we've all, you know, Bitcoiners too, is this useful fiction of who's a Bitcoiner, who's not, but um, we all have our rough edges. Um, and I, yeah, just to echo back what you said, this is sort of like uh, Solzhenitsyn in the Gulag Archipelago, where he said, whatever your life situation is, the more you take responsibility for it, the better the outcome. Right. Instead of trying to play the blame game or assign it, just take responsibility for it always at every moment. Um, and you will you'll make that a better situation. You mentioned I'll leave you this question. I know you got to go. You said whatever. It sounds like you are crafting your life towards your idea of success, which I hope most of us are trying to do that at least. What is your idea of success? I update that model all the time. And there is, no, and there is no, um, I, uh, there is no one answer, right? So sometimes you go off, you're, you're, you, you, you go off too deep on an end and you'd like, you find yourself down a rabbit hole and, uh, and you come out of the rabbit hole, or you hit a dead end and you go, huh, that's wrong. <laughs> um, and so, so I can only ask myself that every day and say, uh, and, and, uh, and, and say, do I like what I do every day? Do I like the people that I hang, uh, that I'm around every day? Do I like, mm -hmm. like they, they, all of the choices. And if those choices and, uh, um, in, in aggregate are, are, are great, then my model's probably an accurate reflection of what I want it to be. And if it isn't, then, then I, I look inside rather than outside to say, mm -hmm. what, what am I doing wrong? Um, and so, but I don't, I don't know. I, like I, I, I don't think there is one. I don't think there's a. I, I, I don't believe in utopia, mm -hmm. right? I don't. There is, because we're gonna always want more. We're mm -hmm. always we're these prediction we're these prediction machines, and we're looking. We're constantly looking to evolve. We're constantly mm -hmm. challenging. We're trying trying to. Oh, how do we move that for uh, uh, further? And I am too. Beautiful. Yeah. So. There is no idea. It's just a dynamic process forever and ever. <laughs> it's a, it, it, by the way, which is actually really exciting, really encouraging because, because we are the, we really are the future we want to see. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and what, if you think about kind of what that means, right. And how much control you have on, uh, on that, um, we matter every single one of us. Mm -hmm. Every single one of us making our small interactions with everyone else of us and updating each other's models as a result. Yeah. And, and, and why Bitcoin, you've heard me say this before, but, but primarily, um, if you have an incentive structure that works for the world, then you'll see the best in humanity. Mm -hmm. Right. If you have, and, and you'll see the best of us show up. Yeah. You have an incentive structure that that is designed for the worst in humanity you'll see that incentive structure you'll see the worst of humanity show up right. so if 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 you now you believe that the bitcoin is that new incentive structure then then the then you want to move as fast as you can and help other people see to it. the outcome yeah yeah the old munger quote show me the incentive and i'll show you the outcome 
I has a beautiful, I, I really appreciate this conversation. I was looking forward to this one because we planted the seed, what, a couple of months ago in Miami. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll do this again soon. You bet. Thank you. Joe. Awesome.